Hello and welcome to the Run With Ellie live show, the show that brings you stories from your everyday runners to professional athletes and other specialists in the running community who all share a common passion for the sport. I'm your host, Coach Allie. I hope my podcast can help you change the way you live and the way you move so in the long run, you're able to live a sustainable and healthy lifestyle that you deserve. The purpose of this podcast is to promote the love of running. Throughout my experience speaking with the individuals in the running community, I've found that many of us seek acceptance and relatability in some way, shape, or form. On Run With Alley Live, I tie together the common pain points and solutions through the stories told by the special guests on the show. Each individual has a unique running journey and shares how running impacts the mind and body in the sport and outside of it, both mentally and physically. So stop being so hard on yourself. Tune in right here weekly for new motivational episodes with special guests to inspire you to change your life for the long run. Thank you once again for joining us on Run With Ally Live. Please don't forget to support the show and our special show guests by clicking on the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you choose to listen to the show on. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Run With Ally Live podcast. This is Allie, your, um, your host of the show, and it is September 23rd. It is basically the second day of fall. Isn't that crazy, Ryan? Oh my gosh, totally insane. I'm loving with the weather. I live in Texas where it's finally below 70 occasionally, and it's amazing. <laughs> wow, yeah. I mean, I can only imagine what it's like running there. Um, but yeah, before we dive into the podcast, everyone who is joining us again, Welcome back. Make sure you subscribe to the show. And for those of you that are new on here, uh, you too. Welcome and subscribe to the show after we're done inter- interviewing Ryan here today. So Ryan, welcome. Uh, thanks, Ali. I appreciate it. And first off, I want to tell you happy birthday. I hope you had a fantastic day. Thank you. That means so much. You know, it was the big 21 plus 10. <laughs> love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But thank you. That means a lot. Um, you know, it's thirties, you know, it's actually like, I actually like feel like I'm 30 now. 30 is like, just, you know, you're out of your twenties and it's kind of like weird. And then it's 31 hits. It's like, okay, I got this. Yeah. Yeah. I totally feel you there. I'm about to, I'm about to turn 29. So I'm getting there myself and I'm excited for that last year in my twenties, but who knows what the next decade is going to bring. It's going to be awesome. Exactly. Yeah. It only gets yeah. better. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, thank you so much for coming on to the show. And I'm really extremely excited to have you here today because I think you're a huge inspiration um, and a role model for many of the listeners on here, as well as myself. Uh, I would love for you to just introduce yourself, y- your brand and what you're all about. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, Allie. So again, yeah, Ryan Miller here. Um, I'll just give a little background on where I come from. Uh, I live in San Antonio, Texas. Um, I grew up down here. Um, I went to Texas A&M University for college. I ran track and field and cross country there. Um, I won a couple of team state championships in high school and cross country. Then I was on a couple national championship track teams when I was running for Texas A&M University. Um, Since graduating from Texas A&M with an industrial engineering degree in 2015, um, I've continued running half marathons and marathons. Um, I've qualified for last two Olympic marathon trials, so 2016 and 2020. 
Um, unfortunately, haven't actually crossed the finish line at an Olympic marathon trials yet, which I'm sure you know we'll talk about a little bit. Um, yeah, so that's like that's the high level running journey of where where I am now. Um, personally, um, I just had my firstborn child, so my son, his name's Maverick, um, and he arrived on July 25th, so just about two Congrats. months ago. Yeah, oh. so I'm pretty sleep deprived at this point, but I'm just enjoying being a dad. Um, I've told anybody that that asked me, it's like, oh man, like you're you're sacrificing a lot, you know, having a kid, and are you gonna keep running? And I'm like, my ultimate dream in life is to like have a happy, loving family, right? Like I I've seen that like through my family and friends that that's what brings ultimate happiness. And of course, I'm gonna keep doing the best I can with running, but starting that family with my wife. Um, it's just the ultimate joy. Um, it's like the lifelong dream finally coming true. Um, so yeah, that's me. I love that. Yeah. You know, like one of the things, one of the things I was actually thinking about before asking you to be on the podcast was you looked like a family man. And I love that because you're also <laughs> a competitive athlete. And so I've had women on here that, you know, find that balance and just like being a mom is just, I'm not a mom yet. Um, but you know, I, do want that um in my future i just don't think my boyfriend's no anywhere ready for that <laughs> or close um but yeah i mean i would you know like first of all my my dream is to make it to the olympic trials yeah uh, right now i'm training to get a sub three hour marathon um i run my own coaching business as well but just really long story short um I kind of just got into competitive running um, and was coaching it, was a very, very serious swimmer prior to that, like pretty competitive. Yeah, made, you know, the Junior Olympics um, when I was little. Well, not, you know, not that little, I guess, like 15, um, Mm -hmm. 16. I was young. And then I just, I lost my passion for it. I lived like I, you know, I partied. I I did that (laughs) whole thing. And then, yeah, I uh, took um, a dive into the corporate world. I was in digital America. digital ad tech for six years and really pursued my true passion, um, which is on coaching and, you know, paying forward to others what I've never had, which is, you know, having a very dedicated coach to help them fill their dreams. And now I've taken it upon myself to just see where I could go with things. So having someone like you is very inspiring to me um, as well. Um, So I'm going to ask you tons of questions about this now yeah of um, course especially because you just mentioned we could get into the um the olympic trials finishing um you know discussion so i have to ask what um what <laughs> what happened yeah so um 2016 i i qualified i graduated college at six months until the olympic trials so i basically i i mean i had never run longer than a 10k in a race before and I knew it was going to take quite a bit to, you know, run the qualifying time to make it, but that was like my dream, you know? So, um, I ran a, like, I knew I had like two or three shots at a half marathon really to try and hit. And it was under one hour and five minutes to qualify at that time, which is like it's four so fast. 50, 57 a mile. Um, yeah. And it was, it was so daunting at the time. Um, yeah, I'd run a 10 K about 10 seconds per mile faster than that, but a half marathon doubled the distance and I could only slow down 10 seconds per mile was scary. So I took a couple wow. shots at it and luckily, literally like the weekend that qualifying closed, um, I went out to Jacksonville, Florida 
and ran like a race where they set it up specifically to chase the Olympic trials qualifying time and uh, made it. So, by the way, you probably hear my son in the background yeah, cry, uh, crying yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm going to step away for a second. My wife's going to take care of him. Um, but anyways, yeah, so I qualified like, you know, just by the skin of my teeth by like 25 seconds in 2016. I was 23 years old, one of the youngest competitors there. And um, I was, you know, my training was so awesome leading up to it. I felt fantastic ready to make an awesome marathon debut. But about a week out, um, I started feeling, I got like a stomach ache, right? And I, I just kind of brushed it off like, oh, I ate, you know, some bad Chinese food or something weird like that. Like, who knows what happened, but it'll, it'll go away. It's just a stomach ache. Um, and this was a week out from the race. Mm-hmm. And so as, you know, each day went by, the stomach ache got worse and worse. And I was like pounding Pepto-Bismol. I was like massaging my stomach. I took took time off of work because um, I was working in the corporate world um, then too and nothing was working and so finally it felt like somebody was it got to the point where like it felt like somebody was literally stabbing me in the stomach and twisting oh the my knife gosh. yeah so my I call my parents I'm like my flight's the next morning to Los Angeles for the Olympic trials I race in three days like what do I do they're like you should probably go get your you know insides checked out to make sure like nothing's crazy going on so I went to the doctor or to the emergency room. And um, when I got there, like I told them what was wrong. They ran some tests. The doctor came in and he, he basically told me, hey, like we're going to take you into surgery immediately. Your appendix is about to rupture. Um, and of course, like I started breaking down in tears, right? Like they're going to take, they're taking me into surgery three days before the biggest race of my life. And mm-hmm. um, the doctor, is, it was pretty funny. He thought, he goes, oh, no, don't worry. Don't worry. You're not going to die. Like, we, we take out <laughs> appendixes all the time. He thought I was worried that I was, like, like you know, that I was going to die. And that's why I was crying. So he was consoling oh. me. But he had yeah. no idea, you know, the level of runner I was and what I trained for and the opportunity I was going to miss because of it. So went through the surgery, and I watched the 2016 trials from a hospital bed, um, which was, you know, of course, I was, I was bummed for a couple, at least two to three weeks afterwards. But I was 23. I knew like, look, people in the marathon shoot, like you, you saw people in the 2020 Olympic marathon trials kicking butt in their forties. I'm like, I've got like exactly. 20 years at this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I was able to like, you know, revise my mindset, get to work for the next four years. Um, fast forward to 2020 qualified, Made some fantastic times leading up to it. Um, two fourteen in the marathon, one hundred three and a half marathon, and um, I got out there on race day. I, I took my shot, ran with the leaders as long as I could, and then um, I succumbed to very severe hamstring cramps and literally um, got a cramp so bad I tripped on my own legs, fell over on the side of the road, and just like couldn't get up without cramping. So wow. that was a that was a pretty rough race. Uh, for sure but I got to I got to be there on the starting line this time which was yeah awesome I got to meet everybody have that experience um and I can assure you and anyone else listening out there that I will cross the finish line if I have the opportunity to run it in 2024 I I believe in you I think you will and with your attitude and just I could well first of all uh I'm so sorry to hear that you had to watch the 2016 trials from a hospital bed um I have a similar story, not quite as a leap, but like that was like me in the last Boston marathon. I 
had a quadrant and piriformis syndrome, was too stubborn to kind of address it until literally a day before the race where I started wrapping my leg in K-tape and my mom's behind me. And I'm like, I can't run tomorrow. Like, and I watched that race start and it was like the year it was hailing. Um, it was 2018. Uh, and it was my, it would have been my second race, but you know, I, I truly do believe that every setback, um, set you up for a stronger comeback and for you, maybe that wasn't 2020, but you're also super like you're young in the marathon world. Uh, Mm Um, you know, and the men's times are just super fast. They're so fast. So I'm excited to see you cross that finish line. I know you Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but I guess, you know, what, what have you done for like, in terms of like injury prevention, cross training, uh, or have you done either of the two or one? I would love to hear more about that and like your training holistically. Yeah, that's a that's a great uh, question to ask because it, it is really important as a runner to consider what it takes for you to stay healthy. And you know, you mentioned injury prevention and cross training. You really do have to look at it holistically because it's not just about foam rolling consistently or um, you know, seeing your doctor if something's bothering you. It's about like staying hydrated well as much as you can, eating the right foods, um, doing the right warm up and cool down routines that, are no, that you know are going to set you up for success. Um, there's a lot of things that go into having a runner's lifestyle, really, that um, are going to have you running healthy and consistently in the long run. So mm-hmm. some of the things that I do, um, just very high level, uh, I always carry a water bottle with me no matter where I go, you know, sometimes it's a water bottle, sometimes it's a Yeti, but I always have like some form of like water or I love noon. I always drop like a noon tablet in my water and drink those. Um, and that's fantastic for just sipping it throughout the day, constantly staying hydrated because I like to look at my muscles. Like, you know, I don't want them to be like beef jerky or they're all dried yeah. out and they rip really yeah. easily. You know, I want them to be like loose and limber and your joints to feel good. And it takes water to do that mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah so I do that I have a very consistent warm-up routine where I do um David Roche's band two-minute band routine the lunge matrix by coach Jay Johnson and then the leg swing routine also by coach Jay Johnson so I, you know I spend five to ten minutes before every run just getting my glutes firing properly my hips opening up the hips with the leg swings um yeah. that always has me feeling ready to go and you know, I feel, I feel like I've like set my body up to be firing properly from the start of the run. Um, and then post-run strength work. I mean, um, I do active isolated stretching, which is something mm-hmm. that, um, Phil Wharton has pioneered. And it's basically like using, you know, you'll, you, you contract the opposite muscle group to get a maximum range of motion and then use either body weight or a rope to get extra range of motion beyond that and you hold it for three or four seconds let it go do that 10 times so i do that to work on mobility um foam roll when needed trigger point therapy when needed um i could go into a bunch of individual techniques with those you know yeah. using golf yeah. balls and you know shaking foam rollers and there's so many different tools out there um, yeah yeah i mean it's stuff. actually that's all excellent. Um, mobility, like PNF stretching, what you were just talking about, I believe like active and passive release stretching is amazing. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with like, you know, 9090s or anything, you know, like any quadruple position, um, hip mobility drills, like those are, I've just found those to be super helpful. Um, 
and just like getting that full range of motion in major muscle groups and joints. I'm also, I do have like a partially um, a mobility specialist. So like I'm kind of nerd out on this stuff and just from being (laughs) injured, like I, yes, um, just it's something that I, I heavily emphasize and just kind of being able to fire up your glutes. Yeah. But really having a strong core because that like all your energy transfers from your lower to upper, upper to lower body through your core. And it's like, you know, I was, I was looking at pictures actually of myself running and I was, my back was like hyperextended running. Like I was running like this. It was actually (laughs) horrendous. Okay. So, um, the whole, my arms are crossing over my body, that whole thing didn't even focus on cadence. I don't know if like, you know, since you had a hamstring um, issue, if you focus on like your stride rate um, at all, I'm sure you did. Um, and all of that stuff is very useful information. So thank you for sharing I that agree. because, yeah. you know, you obviously got to the level where you were at somehow. So <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, and you're healthy now. Yeah, no, I'm beyond um, kind of crazy. So I'm, I'm getting into trail running a little bit more right now. And that's where okay. I talked about the past and the future for these next couple of years. I'm actually working towards doing some trail races, testing out the ultra world. Um, I'm signed up for my first hundred kilometer race in January. Wow. Which would be, yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, not to say that I'm not going to go back to the roads where I've already had some success, but I just, you know, in the time of pandemic in 2020, just reevaluating, you know, what I love about running, it's being able to challenge, test my limits, do new things. And that's where I kind of feel pulled to that. So I'm, I'm following where my, my heart's telling me to go. Um, but I yeah. love that. I love that. Wait, you've been posting about that. Yeah, a, right? l- a little bit. But you, you asked me about health. I was going to tell you, I've been doing more trail running. And of course, with trail running, there's rocks. There's a lot of more uphill and downhill typically than road running. So like naturally you might take some falls, your feet might get beat up, you know, stuff like that. It's a little rougher yeah. on the body um, depending on how technical the trail is. And I totally just ripped my, my right big toenail to shreds. I clipped it on a rock. It cracked all the way across the base, was bleeding profusely underneath. Um, and it, it, it was nasty i put a little instagram story out and showed a picture of it and i warned people beforehand i said like warning this (laughs) is a graphic image and it was just my toe (laughs) Uh, so i had it removed yesterday and that was quite the experience to have a a toenail removed um i'll just keep it simple they numbed my toe where i couldn't feel anything and then ripped my toenail out is essentially what they did um so i'm i'm dealing with that i got a big old bandage on my toe right now taking the day off running to let it heal up. Um, but besides that, I'm healthy. That was a very long answer. <laughs> no, I love that. And, you know, I, I love what you said about your segue into trail running. I actually, cause, um, I did notice that you were posting about that and I thought it very, I, I found it very admirable because usually when people like get to the, like the Olympic level, um, I haven't really seen many people go into the trail running route. And so going back to why you love running, because the whole pandemic thing has like basically made us stir crazy working from home is like, you know, we can only Mm -hmm. be in a box or like a place so much. Um, so I would love to hear more about like what you truly love about running. Like, is it for stress relief? Is it being able to move your body? Is it a multitude of things? Like, yeah, all ears. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great question. I think everybody's different, right? Um, I don't think anybody should feel 
ashamed or even too proud of like the reason that they run because we're all on different different journeys with our running together um for me personally i i first i'll admit it i first got hooked on it because i had immediate pretty immediate success in high school especially with my team um and it was just mm-hmm. fun winning um yeah. i was a be- i was a bench warmer on the jv <laughs> soccer team and i was a state champion cross country runner so you, you tell me, what, what would you want to do if you were sitting on the bench in one sport and winning state in the other? Um, that's, so that's what initially got me hooked on it. But then I, I saw the beauty that, unlike almost any other sport out there, um, and I'm talking mainly about ball sports here, unlike those sports, you, you get in, you get out what you put into running, right? Like if you're disciplined over a long period of time and are consistent with your training, you're going to see results. You're going to improve. And you may not reach whatever arbitrary goals you have, becoming an Olympian, you know, being one of mine. Like, a lot of that's out of your control, right? And it, some of that's up to genetics that you definitely can't control. Um, but what you can say is, okay, am I improving? Am I having fun with it? Am I enjoying the process, the journey? So I love that I can, you know, see how my hard work comes to fruition with race results, improved performance, improved mental health, um, physical mm-hmm. fitness. Um, and then I just love the feeling of accomplishment, right? And I'm not just talking about like the accomplishment of completing a training cycle and crushing a race. I'm talking about like, I finished my six mile recovery run and I'm like, man, I got it done. I checked the box today. I feel better for this, you know? And I get to type that, that out in the training log to my coach. And I love that feeling of just like, the many wins each day that set you up for success with other things like your career, your family, um, and just really give you the confidence to be a better person. Yeah, I actually love I I say this all the time. Celebrate every I used to sell I used to say celebrate every small win. And then I started saying, you know what, every win is a win. So that six mile recovery one, that's a, that's a huge win. You got mm-hmm. out there, you did it. Hopefully not with that toe, but like Um, you know but still I mean every single win is a win every single thing you do is a win um I could strongly relate to I love I love long runs I love long easy runs there's nothing better to me and I'm not talking about like tempos I'm talking like run as you feel because I love the scenery I just love running for you know stress relief and so I find that very interesting and you are a coach right I am. Yeah. I didn't mention that earlier. I I was just thinking about that after I went through my introduction, but I am a coach. I've been coaching for the last uh, couple of years now. And um, it's been fantastic from like the first handful of folks that trust me from an Instagram post to, um, you know, I'm, I'm coaching what would be considered, you know, if you had a high school, I'd be coaching a full high school cross country team of people. Um, And it's, it's really, it's really fun to share kind of like you probably have probably experienced share your running journey and knowledge with them and help people find like that positive, you know, fantastic relationship with running that, that we've experienced um, at points in our journey too. Absolutely. Um, and I have to ask, cause you know, I, I did notice that you were a coach and uh, you know, do you, do you mainly coach? You said that you coach a team. You're uh, yeah. I, I was just alluding to the number of people it's grown pretty exponentially throughout COVID, which has been awesome to see it grow. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you're probably going to ask like who, maybe who I coach or. Yeah. Like, well, I actually runners. was, I was. Yeah. I so feel like I'm about to get an answer. I'm not expecting. <laughs> I mean, it's so it, it's pretty cool that like, um, I think 
the running journey and like what I share on social media and with friends uh, and family, um, it really touches on anybody who is part of the sport. So I'm like, I have a guy who's just trying to lose weight and run his first half marathon all the way up to, um, I have a couple of guys in Oklahoma city that are training for their first hundred mile race, um, in October. Right. So like beginner, like beginner runner on the roads, running some shorter races to hundred mile ultra runners. And then even some guys that are, um, Olympic trials hopefuls. Um, so it's, it, it just varies. And I'm loving just the different experiences across the board. Um, cause I've, obviously I've run well at the shorter distances in cross country, um, in high school, college on the track, the half marathon marathon has been my bread and butter these last few years. And now I'm starting to get some personal experience in the ultra world, starting with my hundred K, um, in January. So it's just, it's fun to kind of be broad like that. Um, and just, connect with so many different people as a result that is really cool and do you find that you know having your coach has really kind of attributed to your coaching I guess practice the way you coach um or not really like is that just has that been more helpful to you as an athlete just curious you know it's um it's that's such a good question I actually haven't thought too much about before and I think that seeing what other people go through and like their, their thoughts on their running when they get the crazy ideas and I like shoot them down or give them the thumbs up. When I go to fill out my own training log for my coach, I'm like, I start maybe typing something that says like, Hey coach, I know my Achilles is really bothering me, but I still want to go for that 20 mile run tomorrow. And I start typing that up and I'm like, wait, if an athlete was saying that to me, what would I tell them? I tell them to take a rest day. Cause your Achilles is killing you. You know, like, so it's just, um, it's kind of coming full circle and I, I, I'm starting to view my own running more objectively rather than emotionally, if, if that makes sense. It does um, for sure. For yeah. sure. Like more practically. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But there's, al- there's also some time periods where, you know, us as coaches, especially if you have a lot of knowledge, you can like overanalyze your own training, be overly critical of yourself. Um, and it, you can be pretty tough on yourself at times too. And I try to, back off from that and really give the reins of my personal running to my coach. Um, just like I would want other, if I'm coaching someone else, right? Like I want them to fully trust me um, and allow me to, you know, guide them on their running journey. Um, so I try to do that same thing with my own coach too. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I do with mine. I tried to coach myself and I got to a certain point where I was like, I'm going to burn out if I, mm-hmm just spend so much time, you know, on myself, but I just had to ask you just because I find it, I find it to be a very interesting question. Um, but I love that you work with a variety of runners and that's amazing. And you're only going to grow from this ultra you have coming up. That's awesome. I hope so. (laughs) Yeah. Um, are you interested in like triathlons at all? Just like a fun question. Yeah. So my wife, is an Ironman triathlete. So she's definitely hinted many times that like, I need to get out there and try an Ironman, half Ironman. I just, I've, I've, I've biked before. I know I can do that. That's fine. That's just going to take some saddle time, I think, as they call it. Um, but I yeah. have never swam competitively with form or anything. I know how to doggy paddle. That's about it. So <laughs> I would have some work to do. And I think I still have so many big goals with running. Um, triathlon would probably be something in my 40s and 50s if I feel like I want a different challenge outside of, of running. Course. Um, I'd pursue at that time. But cool. I, kudos to like people that tackle three different sports at once. Like that is hella impressive. 
Yeah. It's also like almost overwhelming, but like, Hey, your wife could coach you now. You know, that that's like pretty cool. I mean, that's also super badass. I like really respect that. Like, especially women that do that. Like Ironman is serious. Yeah, It's also a bucket list of mine. That's why I say that, like, you know, <laughs> down the road, not necessarily right now, maybe forties though. Um, you know, but that's, that's really cool. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, two more questions. Cause I don't want to, you know, go over time too much, but, um, what, what made you say yes to being on the Rome without a live show? You know, I see you out there, um, kind of like in the similar vein that like what I'm trying to do, right. You want to inspire people. You want to help them on their running journey. You want to put positivity out there. Even if like you're not coaching someone, right. Like if you can just make that small positive impact in their day, um, that's so valuable. Um, even if they never let you know, maybe it's just a like, or they see your post and it's got something inspirational in it. And so like, I see that in you. Um, and it just makes me want to connect with you on an individual basis. And then also with, everybody that may be out there that listens to this and your followers to be able to share some of my perspective and journey. And hopefully that inspires them to, you know, take that journey of themselves with their running. Don't give up, stay consistent, know that it's all worth it. Um, So for those reasons, yeah, I was super pumped when you reached out to me to be on the podcast. Oh my gosh. I love that. I was like, ah, is he going to say yes or no? Cause like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what, like, you know, I'm, I haven't been at your level. Um, again, I'm, you know, working my way there. You yeah. By training smart. Um, of course. Can I tell you, know you something might... though, Allie? Yeah. Ab- yeah. About that. Like, I think like, cause I, I was, you know, when I talk to my athletes that I coach, um, they always ask me and a lot of people will qualify. Well, I haven't run at your level. And what I say is like, look, if you're running a marathon, I'm running a marathon. We go through the same exact experiences, the same exact emotions. I just experienced my pain for a little less longer than other people. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the same exact thing. And like, I honestly, you know, I've, I've coached a couple of marathoners that are in like the four or five hour range and they like, that's inspiring to me. I could not even imagine being out there on the roads running at that level for that long and of course i'm about to do ultra marathons so i guess i'm gonna experience that yeah you're amount sure are but that's that's amazing you know and like wherever you are on the running journey like you um are amazing you kick ass and i just want you to know that like no matter how fast or how slow like you are a runner right yeah yeah and you know thank you um for saying that uh i say the same thing to my runners i actually I am so passionate. Sometimes I'm actually flying out to Utah because one of the women I'm coaching is 51 running at not over 9,000 feet in Frisco, Colorado, and she's going for a BQ and I am going to try to be a pacer, but jump in for like a little bit of that race just to be yeah. by her side because it's so inspiring to see someone want something as badly as like I do, or you do, or, you know, and it's, uh, it, it's just like I can't I mean I'm sure you know the feeling but I it's, mm-hmm. I can't even put it to words how good it feels to see someone accomplish their goal like it's oh, just yeah. I almost want to I start crying I mean <laughs> I've ran I've ran by someone actually speaking of a four-hour marathon my first year in coaching 26.2 miles like the whole 26.2 and he made it oh, and I was like awesome. oh my gosh 54 years old mm-hmm First thing he said, I'm signing up for Houston. Yeah. <laughs> I was it. like, okay, that's the way to get it. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, but it's all, you know, it's a continuous learning process. And 
I'm going to say once I'm there, I might be like, you know, hitting you up for some like facts or some, you know, advice, <laughs> friendly advice. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, is there anything you want to just like leave everyone here, me with, um, to like kind of take in as advice from you, um, to wrap up the episode today? Like the floor yeah. is yours. Yeah, of course. Um, one of the things I think is really important right now in the time of COVID is just to remember that just because races and events are canceled, running is not canceled, right? Think about what motivates you, what gets you excited to get out of the bed in, you know, every morning or run you know, after work in the evening. Um, what motivates you to get out there and then do it, pursue it? Um, whether that means like virtual competitions or you're going out and race, like racing some kind of FKT you've set up, some route for yourself, or you, there is a select race, or you're chasing new trail races like I am. Like, dive deep into your heart, look in there and say, what's going to motivate me to continue training with positivity and consistency? Um, and do it, because there still are, like, run, again, running is not canceled, just because COVID-19 may be canceling some events. Um, so talk with your family, your friends, your coach, whoever's on your team, um, and come up with that plan together. I think that's my kind of like for this moment right now, that's probably my biggest piece of advice to people. Yeah. I love that. You know, honestly, like I've seen so many people running. I saw Ali Kiefer running. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I went up to her, I said, you're, can I run with you? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And she was like, I would love to run with you. I was like on a recovery run day for you. <laughs> Cause you know, I mean, you know, I know she's going through her own stuff, but you know, I didn't even know she was in my area, by the mm-hmm. way, I'm in Brooklyn. It's not like Texas. Like I wish I had like open roads like that, but we don't hear. Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I'm you know? sure. Um, I've run with, uh, Mitch Ammons, who's Allie's boyfriend. He's, he's living up there in Brooklyn right now, um, with her, I guess I've seen him all over Instagram doing that. So if you see him and her up there, tell them Ryan Miller says, hi, I was on his team for hood to coast and have done some stuff with him when he lived in Austin. Amazing. Amazing. That's so exciting. Um, well, Ryan, thank you so much for joining the show. I look forward to like following your journey. I will definitely be following you. Everyone on here, uh, Ryan's information is all going to be up across Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Apple, Podchaser, iHeartRadio, not to scare you, um, Spotify, <laughs> any information you want, um, you know, publicly disclosed. And yeah, that's going to go up tonight. So I'm, awesome. I'm so excited to share with like basically the world. Yeah, definitely, Allie. Thank you for having me on. Um, good luck in year 31 of your life. I hope that it's a fantastic year full of Thank new you. adventures and, and just awesome um, experiences with running. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And you too. Right. Go up that toe and go crush that 100K. And I look forward <laughs> to, you know, keeping in touch and seeing where it goes. All right. Sounds great, Allie. Hope you have a great day. Thank you. You too. Thanks right. so much for joining. Bye, Bye. Ryan. Don't forget to become a member on my website to get updates on my weekly new special episodes on the show, sharing fun running feats, training methodologies, and all things running related to help you keep your running fun. Reference the link in the show notes to become a member of the Run With Alley community so you can connect with other like-minded individuals who love running just as much as you do. Again, do not forget to subscribe to the show by clicking the follow plus button, Apple Podcasts or subscribing on whichever platform you're listening to the show on. 
please leave a review under the episode in whichever directory you're listening to the show in so I can better provide you with the top-notch content I strive to deliver you week in and week out. Thank you again for listening to Run With Allie Live. If you are looking for the perfect solution to finish your first marathon injury-free, even if you've tried to get in shape in the past and failed, sign up and get access to your free 24-week program now by clicking in the link in the show notes under this episode. Sign up now. All you need to submit is your email and I'll see you on the inside. Thank you so much for listening to Run With Allie Live. See you next time.